Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Lawmakers propose some changes. I'm Kate Ryan. Former President Trump now has a Republican challenger, and he used to work with her. We'll talk about Nikki Haley's new campaign and more with Washington Week moderator Yamiche Sindor at 610. And the commanders have found their new offensive coordinator. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Deputies in northern Mississippi say they've arrested a gunman who shot and killed six people in four locations in a small town. WREG-TV reporter Jordan James is in Arkabutla, about 40 miles south of Memphis. The Dade County Sheriff tells WREG that a person went to a local store in Arkabutla and shot and killed a man, then proceeded to a home along Ben Road where a woman was shot and killed. But the violence did not stop there. The suspect is also linked to the deaths of two people at a home along Arkabutla Dam Road. Eventually, the suspect was captured following a brief brief pursuit. Moments later, deputies also discovered two more people who were killed. No word on a motive yet. In Memphis, attorneys for the former cops accused of killing Tyree Nichols enter pleas for their clients. The five former officers had pleas entered on their behalf. At this time, we waive the formal reading of the indictment of the court. A plea of not guilty. One by one, their attorneys told the court they were pleading not guilty. Among those in the courtroom, Tyree Nichols' mother, Ravon Wells. They're going to see me at every court date, <laughs> everyone, exactly. and um, until we get justice for my son. The officers are all charged with second-degree murder, aggravated assault, and aggravated kidnapping. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine tells East Palestine residents their air and water are both safe. Two weeks after a train wreck and fire involving rail cars full of chemicals. We never thought that the municipal water was contaminated, but out of an abundance of caution, uh, our Ohio EPA took samples which were analyzed and they in fact came back and were shown to be safe. White House officials say they're working on new protocols that will help president determined when U.S. forces should shoot down unidentified objects after three shootdowns this past week. National Security Spokesman Admiral John Kirby says not everything needs to be brought down that way. It doesn't mean that there won't be additional shootdowns if he believes there's a legitimate threat to our safety and security. But it does mean that we're going to put a new set of parameters on the decision-making process going forward. Two decidedly identifiable flying objects, part of an east-west doubleheader for SpaceX, starting with this launch from California about four hours ago. Engines full power and liftoff of Starlink. Group 2-5, go Go The East Coast launch comes in about five hours, a British communications satellite from Cape Canaveral. Actress Stella Stevens has died. The 60s and 70s comedy film star may be most remembered for being the object of Jerry Lewis's affections and The Nutty Professor, the original version, of course. Stella Stevens was 84. Wall Street, the Dow gained 130 points. NASDAQ lost 69. This is CBS. 
Good evening, everybody. It is 6.03. We're glad you're with us. We're glad it's Friday, February the 17th, 46 degrees. I'm Hillary Howard. I'm Sean Anderson. Breaking news on WTOP. A mistrial has been declared in the double murder case of David Dixon in Montgomery County. He's a former Pentagon police officer who is accused of shooting and killing two men in a car at his apartment complex. NBC4's Paul Wagner reports Judge Mike Mason declared that mistrial just minutes ago. In a secret ballot, the jury voted 11 to 1 against further deliberations. They said that it would not be beneficial. Dixon apparently shot two men outside his Tacoma Park apartment complex. He claims that they were trying to break into cars in the neighborhood. We will have more on this case coming up soon here on WTOP. Some Arlington parents are calling for the return of school resource officers at public schools after Wakefield High recently went on lockdown twice in the same week. This happened in what turned out to be a deadly drug overdose and another time for an intruder on campus. In a report you're hearing first on WTOP. Other schools in the county are also changing security. The psychological trauma. When my daughters are sending me texts and says, Dad, I want to make sure that I tell you I love you in case, in case I don't make it. That's Wakefield parent John Bartram describing texts with his daughter during a recent lockdown because of a trespasser on campus. Well, let's do a lessons learned. Let's have an independent review come in. Have them investigate how it happened and then what happened and then how can we improve the plan. In a message to school leaders and Governor Glenn Youngkin, Bartram says he hopes to call attention to the issues. Meanwhile, other Arlington and schools are changing security procedures. At Washington Liberty High School, students won't be allowed in the hallways during the first and last 10 minutes of class. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Students and parents tell of how active shooter drills can leave children rattled and anxious despite the intended purpose to keep them safe. Well, now some Maryland lawmakers are proposing changes to how those dr- drills are done. Bethesda Chevy Chase High School student Nina Atrakov explained what active shooter drills are like. You hear the door handle shake, a student crying in the corner, and you feel the anxiety behind all the soft chatter. Atrakov spoke to Maryland state lawmakers on a bill to require advanced notice of active shooter drills so that children and teachers aren't left wondering if it's the real thing or not. John Wallums with the Maryland Association of Boards of Education says his group opposed changes because of the need to create the muscle memory, if you will, of how to respond in the case of emergency. Maryland State Delegate Jared Solomon supports legislation requiring the changes. We can keep our kids safe without furthering the mental health crises that we see every day. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. History covers a lot of ground. You'll be able to see a collection that paints a clearer picture in one Maryland county. Here in Howard County, we've got 29 families that can trace their history back two, three hundred years. Nat Alston is the executive director of the Howard County Center of African American Culture. Exhibits there include recreations of artifacts found in Howard County African American homes during the mid-1880s, but it also includes displays about more modern black trailblazers in county government and culture. The fact that these people are still alive and well and doing those jobs hopefully will inspire our students and young people. Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. Up ahead on WTOP, we will talk to Yamiche Alcindor of Washington Week, as it's been a pretty interesting week in presidential politics and in some other ways. 607. Oh, hello. 
Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. Life doesn't stop when the economy is uncertain. The market might not care you have a wedding to plan or a kid to put through school. And inflation doesn't know you've got a family to feed. But Bank of America does and is here to help. With digital tools to help you save and local experts in the DMV, you can keep life moving forward the way you need it to. Bank of America, what would you like the power to do? Learn more at bofa.com slash Washington, D.C. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC Equal Credit Opportunity Lender. Glad to have you with us at 608. Michael and Sons PD tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s. What's uh, happening out there, Dave? Well, rush hour is settling down. We expect that uh, during Fridays leading into holiday weekends. It starts early, but it ends early. In the district, a crash involving a car that flipped over on Rhode Island Avenue above North Capitol Street. The first rescue units have just arrived on scene. Southeast Southwest Freeway 395, 695, along with 295, outbound traffic is settling down. In Virginia, 395 is good. 95 southbound, even here at the Occoquan, it's only a minor delay and a little slow out of Quantico near Garrisonville. 66, no delays inside or outside of the Beltway. In Maryland on 270, northbound traffic still heavy through Clarksburg and past Hyattstown and on 70 west through Frederick. And at the Bay Bridge, winds are still gusty. Limited wind restrictions remain in effect and eastbound traffic slows from Ritchie Highway onto the eastbound span. Between Indian Head and La Plata, winds took down wires and a portion of of 225 Hawthorne Road is blocked near Mount Holly Place. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Dave Daldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Storm Team 4. Amelia Draper, we've got a holiday weekend ahead. It's starting off cold and windy. Oh, definitely windy out there, Sean. In fact, so much so that the National Weather Service issuing a wind advisory for most of the region, including the D.C. metro area. I mean, gusts out there right now up to 40 miles an hour, and we'll continue to see the potential for strong gusts over the next couple of hours, even after the wind advisory expires as the winds start to come down. Still going to be blustery out there. With overnight low temperatures in the 20s, we are in for a cold night tonight. Also want to mention, we had a wind gust at Dulles coming in uh, close to 60 miles an hour, so some really strong winds out there. Now, starting off tomorrow with wind chill temperatures in the teens and low 20s, After that cold start, plenty of sunshine and a seasonable day. We'll have high temperatures tomorrow near 50 degrees. As we look to our Sunday, more clouds and warmer with high temperatures near 60 for Monday on President's Day. Highs around 60. There's the chance for an isolated shower. Again, that wind gust coming in at Dulles about an hour ago, 58 miles an hour. And with that, we are getting some reports of power outages across the region. Currently, temperatures right now up in Baltimore, 47 degrees. Outside of our studios here in northwest Washington, 45 and already down to 37 in Hagerstown. All right. Thanks so much, Amelia. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 610 now on WTOP. We are wrapping up a full week of political news, including a turn in next year's presidential race, as well as what's going on with former President Trump. 
Joining us live, Yamish Alcindor, moderator of Washington Week on PBS. Hello, Yamish. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing okay. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, let's start off with former U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., ex-South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, now a Republican presidential candidate. Uh, what's your big takeaway after the announcement? My big takeaway is that now former President Trump has an actual challenger that he's going to have to deal with. And the more and more people that get into this race, the more it's probably looking like he could possibly win the nomination. Because, as you know, in 2016, a a crowded field was how he was able to use about 30 percent of the GOP um, primary voting population um, and allowed him to win the nomination. So for Nikki Haley, it's very interesting to me. She's someone who is running on both. Uh, a, a message of having a new generation. She started off her speech in South Carolina this week by saying that the party should move away from stale names. She didn't go after Trump directly, but it really was sort of, I think, a, a veiled attempt to say we should be moving on from Trump. But at the same time, she's using a lot of the Trump language and Trump rhetoric. I thought it was also interesting that in her video where she was announcing her speech, she leaned into the idea that she was the child of Indian immigrants and that she understood sort of race in this country and racial challenges, but also went after attacking things like the 1619 Project and discussing the consequences of slavery. So she's both really trying to attack in some ways and and lean into culture wars while also appealing to the Trump base. So it's definitely a a fine line there that she's trying to balance. But I'm just waiting for other people to jump in. Of course, I'm thinking of Ron DeSantis and possibly Tim Scott and a number of others who who look like they're weighing a run for president. Speaking of the former president, we had the Georgia special grand jury looking into his efforts to overturn the 2020 election, giving us a glimpse of its work, a short one. But there is a belief that at least one witness lied. What more is important to know here? It's really interesting because I think there are a lot of questions after this report. I mean, the biggest question for me remains, what is the legal exposure and possible legal consequences for former President Donald Trump? By now, we're all familiar with the call that he placed the Georgia Secretary of State demanding that he find 11,000 votes, which, of course, was the number of votes he needed to win over the state. And and, and that didn't happen, obviously. So I think it's very interesting just to figure out whether or not this report and this grand jury, whether or not that's going to actually lead to charges. Um, the report didn't name any names, which I think is part of the reason why I think there are just so many questions here. It is interesting that they said at least one person lied, but I think until we know who that person is and until we know whether or not former President Trump might be charged, I think there's still a big question mark. Okay, Yamish, before you go, we have to talk about the fact that you are leaving your moderator post at Washington Week. Tell us about that. I am. I am leaving. I, it was a difficult decision. I love being the moderator of Washington Week, but I am also balancing a lot, including a full-time job at NBC News. And I'm, I'm working on my first book, an upcoming memoir that's going to be about my me covering race and politics and violence in America, along with growing up as a child of Haitian immigrants. So I'm very excited about the book project and definitely will be sad to say goodbye to the Washington Week viewers, but we'll definitely keep reporting on NBC News as their Washington correspondent. So very excited about the future. Well, you you definitely carried on the tradition of the wonderful Gwen Eiffel along with Paul Duke before then. So, uh, you know, congratulations on a great run there. We appreciate you joining us every Friday as well. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. much. All right, Gwen, uh, you're Michelle Sindor, moderator of Washington Week. Catch it tonight at 8 on TV 26. 614.
Need a bigger vehicle? Lower payments? More MPGs? Alexandria Toyota's President's Day event is your answer. Choose from a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, including Toyota certified. Sedans, SUVs, pickups, hybrids, all tastes and price ranges are available. Or reserve your new Toyota from an incoming shipment. Celebrate the red, white, and blue at Alexandria Toyota, where trade values are guaranteed to save you a whole lot of green. Don't wait. Shop in person or online at Alexandria Toyota. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock wood floors are now on sale at FloorMax. Get up to 50% off oak, maple, and all in-stock wood floors now at FloorMax. Act now and you'll get 0% financing. Get your new wood floors at FloorMax now. Hurry, sale ends Monday. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com. FloorMaxFloors.com. See stores for selection and details. On WTOP, coming up in Money News. The Dow gained 130, the Nasdaq lost 69, Amazon wants its office workers back at their desks. I'm Jeff Clayball. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Tell us about the Commanders, Frank. Yeah, this is a pretty big get for the Washington Commanders. Several reports have the Commanders and Eric Bieniemy, the former offensive coordinator in Kansas City, agreeing in principle on a multi-year deal as the Commanders' new assistant head coach and offensive coordinator. Of course, Bieniemy comes over from just winning the Super Bowl with Kansas City, would get an upgraded title, upgraded contract and salary, chance to build a staff with the Commanders and work with second-year quarterback Sam Howell. Again, Eric Bieniemy. Enemy reportedly is going to be named the new assistant head coach, offensive coordinator of the Commanders. Could be official as early as tomorrow. Tiger Woods at the Genesis Invitationals, right on the cut line as uh, it's his return to the PGA Tour after laying off for seven months. Keith Mitchell, right now, still the leader. He is at minus nine. Again, the big story, Eric Bieniemy set to become the new assistant head coach, offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. Frank Anrahan, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Frank. 617, D.C. leaders are worried Congress is getting too involved in the city's business. The House of Representatives recently voted to not let D.C. move ahead on its revised criminal code. It's now in the hands of the Senate. Bob Cusack is editor-in-chief of The Hill. He tells WTOP he doesn't think the Senate measure will succeed but there may be longer-term problems for D.C. 31 Democrats voted with Republicans to overturn the D.C. criminal code, which would change some mandatory minimum sentences and penalties and increase the right for a jury. But it's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. It's Democratic held in the Senate. And even if Republicans did have a slight majority, they wouldn't have the numbers to get the votes and overcome a filibuster. So this is something, though, to watch, because in future years, this is a top priority for Republicans, and they could go after D.C. laws again. But they're only going to make changes if they have control of the White House and the Senate and House. The revised criminal code would go into effect in October of 2025. To the top stories we're working at WTOP. A suspect's in custody after six people are shot dead in a small rural Mississippi town. There's been a new search for classified documents at former Vice President Mike Pence's think tank office in D.C. Plus, Congress is focused on President Biden's former executive assistant in its documents investigation. Keep it here on WTOP for full details coming up. It's 618 traffic and weather. On the 8s and Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. District DC 295 southbound looking for a crash between Eastern Avenue and Burroughs Avenue. It will likely wind up in the southbound lanes. Watch your mirrors for the fire rescue response and 
A crash involving a report of a rollover on Rhode Island Avenue. Eastbound traffic or northbound traffic on Rhode Island Avenue over North Capitol Street squeezes by to the left past the police fire rescue response. Traffic going the other way on Rhode Island Avenue is not affected. 395 and 695, Southeast Southwest Freeway, no delays. And in Virginia, moving well southbound through Springfield onto 95. Still slow southbound on 95 through Woodbridge. And a few short slowdowns out of Quantico toward the Stafford exits. 66, no delays inside or outside of the Beltway. And on the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia, volume delays are brief. Rush hour ended early today. Heading north to Frederick on 270, very slowly beyond Clarksburg, past Hyattstown. There's likely going to be a lane block between 109 and Route 80. On Route 15, northbound near West Patrick Street, there is a crash. It's blocking the right side. Eastbound on Route 50, slow from Ritchie Highway toward the Bay Bridge. Wind restrictions and no two-way traffic, only two lanes open, shorebound toward Kent Island. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, some congestion between the Beltway and 197. 95 southbound brief delay past 212 to connect with the Beltway. Join the Salvation Army's effort to put love above all else by supporting local families in need. Donate $25 a month to SalvationArmyNCA.org. The Salvation Army, doing the most. Good. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's talk weather. Amelia Draper. The National Weather Service has issued a wind advisory for most of the region, including the entire D.C. metro area, until 7 p.m. tonight for wind gusts up to 45, even 50 miles an hour. As the wind subsides somewhat overnight tonight, the temperatures plummet. We're looking at overnight lows in the 20s. That means a cold start tomorrow morning and a chilly day overall with highs near 50 and plenty of sun. A bit of a breeze tomorrow and especially on Sunday with highs Sunday warmer near 60 and a mix of clouds and sun. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Well, these temperatures have just been dropping, and you throw in wind gusts. We had one around 46 miles an hour out at Reagan National Airport a little earlier, and our wind chills are in the 20s in some spots. Air temperature right now, 42 at National Harbor, 40 in Sterling, 42 at the Wharf in southwest D.C., and we're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. WTOP News Time 621. Save big during Court Furniture Outlet's President's Day Sale Event. Are you looking to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable? Maybe furnish a vacation home. Don't pay high retail prices. Court prices are always super low because they lease their high quality furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Save even more now through President's Day on a huge selection of upholstery, accent shares, bed Bedroom sets, mattresses, dining sets, and office furniture all at amazing prices. Plus, check out all the special buys now at an additional 25% off. And for all you listeners out there, mention you heard us on the radio and receive an additional 10% off your entire purchase. Come in today and discover where families, home stagers, and business professionals have been saving for over 50 years. With five locations in the DMV, in Capitol Heights, Rockville, and Cadenceville, Maryland, and in Alexandria and Chantilly, Virginia. Or go to courtfurnitureoutlet.com. That's C-O-R-T FurnitureOutlet.com. Federal agencies are looking for new approaches to today's challenges. At Maximus, we are ready and focused on what's ahead. Leading with new ideas and emerging trends for government modernization. Harnessing advanced technologies and data to drive transformation. Creating a total experience for the delivery of citizen services. We are enabling innovation to enhance the efficiency of government. To reimagine new possibilities for today. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. 
My name is Sophie. Sasha. Robert. Ron. And I'm alive thanks to my nurse practitioner. My nurse practitioner saved me from a lifelong heart condition. She prescribed the right medication. My NP diagnosed my multi-organ failure. My NP listens. She saved my life twice. And I will always be grateful. To learn why millions of people choose NPs, visit us at wechoosenps.org. Paid for by AANP. This is WTOP News. It is 623. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman checked himself into Walter Reed for treatment of clinical depression yesterday. That's prompted another senator to go public with her struggles. Minnesota's Tina Smith is writing in the Daily Beast about how she's also battled depression and has tried to get help, then bounced back. Smith writes she's only worked with Fetterman for a short time, but she is struck by his resilience and heart. She adds Fetterman's actions are a sign of strength, not weakness. As COVID cases continue to fall all around the country, D.C. Health is scaling back some of its programs started during the pandemic. Health leaders say starting Tuesday, the COVID-19 Test Yourself D.C. kiosk program will be suspended. The rapid tests given out at libraries and senior centers are also being suspended. The federal government is making similar changes with the falling number of COVID cases and the availability of testing and vaccines at doctor's offices and pharmacies. Pick a weekly playlist, a safe route, and get going. That's the key to creating a successful bike bus. It's something two dozen kids in Arlington use to get to school once a week. Every Friday morning, Jillian Burgess leads a group of kids, including hers, to Escuela Key Elementary in Boston. The point of the bike bus is that it's safety in numbers. We have so many people bike together. It's safer because we are easier to see. Burgess, who lives car free, acknowledges the idea of a bike bus isn't new, but that escorting kids and their classmates to school on two wheels provides an energy outlet and a sense of community. By putting them on a bike and letting them be the ones to literally move themselves, get themselves all the way to school, I hope to be able to give them some more of that confidence and some more of that independence that they need to be developing during their childhood. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP at 625, Money News 25 and 55. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Markets were up and down all day today. By the closing bell, the Dow was up 130. The S&P 500 index lost 11. The Nasdaq closed down 69 points. That's more than a half percent. Amazon will require all office workers to be in the office at least three days a week starting May 1st. That includes more than 5,000 people working in Crystal City at Amazon's HQ2. Pay raises aren't keeping up with inflation, but job hoppers are. The Federal Reserve says half of workers who changed jobs last year got a pay raise out of it that exceeded the rate of inflation. Even with what seems like everyone having a wireless phone, 85% of the Earth's surface is without cell coverage. There's big demand for satellite phones, but claim-based satellite phone network operator Iridium had record revenue last year and topped 2 million subscribers. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Parsons Corporation, transforming the battle space. Parsons operates in every facet of the all-domain battle space. Join them in delivering innovative defense solutions that enable a safer, smarter, and more connected world. Imagine next by visiting Parsons.com slash careers. A mistrial in a double killing uh, that where a Pentagon, former Pentagon police officer was charged. The story straight ahead, 626. 
Meet the new Congress. This profile brought to you by the American Bankers Association. Monica De La Cruz is the first Latina Republican to represent the 15th district in Texas, which is on the state's southern border. It's time to get to work. She wants to address border issues and help everyday families on economic matters without getting too partisan. We have played enough of this inside D.C. politics. The Mar-